Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Thursday, the 3rd of November. Dozens of rallies have been held across Australia overnight following the alleged murder of Perth teenager Cassius Turvey. Our reporter Madeline Palmer has more. Thousands gathered across the country last night tasked to remember young Cassius Turvey. The 15-year-old was allegedly murdered last month, attacked on his way home from school. Rallies were held across the regions and cities calling for justice for the Perth teen taken too soon. Cassius, we love you, man. We hope that you heard that. I'm pretty sure you did. He represents all our kids, all our community. More than $600,000 has been raised through a GoFundMe page for his family, something his mum, Michelle, wants to use towards a program for kids in her community. All our kids, black, white, brown, pink, yellow, it doesn't matter. We are all the same. We are all one people on this planet. While Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has commended the events across the country while speaking on the project, he's labelled the teen's death a tragedy. I think that people expressing uh, their concern about it is is a good thing. Of course, the processes have to continue, uh, but this is just a real human tragedy. The focus will now turn to the courts after a 21-year-old man was charged with his death. An investigation is continuing this morning into how five lions managed to escape their enclosure at Sydney's Taronga Zoo. One adult and four cubs managed to break out of their exhibit yesterday morning, forcing the famous zoo into lockdown. Our reporter Michaela Savage has the latest from Sydney. Yeah, that's right, Tash. Those five adventurous lions have spent the night safely back in their enclosure. Dad Aito and Cubs Kari, Lizuko, Malika and Zuri went for a short wander early yesterday morning. They were found just outside their area with a six-foot fence still separating them from the rest of the zoo. Not long after, they all returned to their enclosure themselves, except for one of the cubs who did have to be tranquilised but is in good health. A number of visitors staying at the venue were told to run from their tents to a nearby building because of a quote-unquote code one. Magnus Perry was among them. We realised, okay, something's outside. What is it? And they said, oh, it's the lion. So we're like, ooh, (laughs) scary. Zoo staff responded to the emergency within minutes, while Taronga's executive director, Simon Duffy, says a review has been launched. Did breach the containment fence. We don't have the exact details of how and why that occurred. That is very much a very um, focus of our incident response. At the moment, it's believed an integrity issue with the containment vents could be to blame for the escape. Most of the major banks have now passed on the latest increase in rates to customers after the Reserve Bank lifted the official cash rate by 0.25% on Tuesday. It's the seventh consecutive rate rise in a row and the RBA boss, Philip Lowe, was warned it won't be the last. It comes as new data shows house prices are falling much quicker than expected and we'll have more details coming up shortly in business and finance. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese is defending his decision not to attend a key global climate conference in Egypt. The United Nations COP27 starts next week, with international leaders set to gather to discuss ways to achieve the world's climate change goals. Dr Tedros Gabriasis from the WHO has spoken overnight and welcomed the conference, saying action must be taken now. 
Climate change is already impacting health in many ways through more frequent and extreme weather events, more disease outbreaks and more mental health issues. But Anthony Albanese says he won't be going to the conference, adding his focus needs to be on issues at home at the moment. I'm sure that if I was going, people would say, why aren't I attending Parliament? This COP is uh, one of implementation. It's not one of a new policy and program. We've already advanced our changed policy. Major concerns for regional parts of New South Wales with evacuation orders in place for many communities as floodwaters continue to wreak more havoc. One of the worst affected areas is in Forbes in the state's central west with residents told to evacuate. Forbes Mayor Phyllis Miller has told listeners Australia Today program it's a scary time for her local community. We had a meeting yesterday with New South Wales Water and um, They gave us the news that it will be a major flood and somewhere around 10.8 at Iron Bridge. That takes us back to the 1952 flooding levels. While parts of Victoria are also on high alert after torrential rain has again seen local rivers rise. Overseas now and the US has accused North Korea of secretly supplying Russia with ammunition in the ongoing war with Ukraine. The White House's national security spokesperson John Kirby says new information comes from recent declassified intelligence and it shows Moscow is running low on artillery. We have seen indications that North Korea is covertly supplying um, shells, artillery shells, to uh, to, to Russia and that they uh, are going to try to mask the the shipment uh, of those artillery shells by funneling them through third countries uh, in the Middle East and North Africa. It comes after another concerning escalation between North and South Korea, with both countries yesterday firing more missiles towards each other, which landed in waters just off the mainland. For the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from the switzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. This is interesting. China might kill its COVID zero policy. Yes, the SMH's Steve Bartholomew's reports that there's a wave of speculation that China's harsh zero COVID policies might be lifted and China's financial markets loved hearing it. Social media said a committee had been formed by Beijing to develop plans to exit from zero COVID. On the speculation, the Hang Seng Index closed up more than 5%. And if it's true, it would help raise global growth and reduce inflation. And Peter, we know there's lots of mortgage pressure on so many Australians at the moment, especially after the Reserve Bank again increased the official cash rate. And now there's new data out showing the falls in house prices may be bigger than expected. Yeah, a sharp fall in new home loans because of the RBA's interest rate rises has reinforced expectations of a property market slump. The Australian reports that an 8.2% month-on-month drop in the total value of new loans for September came as a surprise to economists expecting a fall of only 3%. If people aren't borrowing new loans, they aren't buying. Meanwhile, CoreLogic says the current house price fall of 6% in six months is the fastest since 1980, which was a recession year. Yeah, it's going to be a bumpy ride ahead. And talking about interesting data, new information out, Peter, showing that sports fans may be anti-gambling, but pro-coal. 
Mm, surprise me this one. As sponsors ponder supporting sporting teams as some of their stars revolt against being connected to certain products, a survey from Resolve Strategic shows 62% of fans want to ban gambling companies from sponsoring teams, but only 27% were anti-coal and 38% opposed alcohol sponsorships. But that means 62% of fans were not against alcohol sponsors. That might be because they like alcohol. Clear as mud. Peter, thank you. <laughs> Cheers. Time for Sport Now with Brett Thomas. Brett, good morning. And two Aussie batters are battling to be fit for tomorrow's must-win clash with Afghanistan at the T20 World Cup. Yes, good morning, Tash. Uh, the skipper Aaron Finch and power hitter Tim David, they are the two racing the clock uh, to be fit for tomorrow night's uh, game against Afghanistan. The pair underwent fitness tests in Adelaide yesterday. They're battling to overcome hamstring niggles. Chief selector George Bailey revealing the likely replacements if they are ruled out. Oh, the two batters in the squad are, are Green and, and Smith, so um, it's, I think that's pretty clear. So Cameron Green, Steve Smith, the likely replacement's pretty handy, if you don't mind. While Virat Kohli turned it on last night in the rain, blasting an unbeaten 64 to guide India to victory over Bangladesh and the top of Group 2, and he is now the highest run scorer in T20 World Cup history. Yeah, he is absolutely incredible. Brett, to the AFL now, and it's defending its independent investigation into allegations of racism at the Hawks club after a key witness withdrew. Yeah, an Indigenous woman who alleges she was uh, subjected, she and her partner were subjected to mistreatment by Hawthorne officials, won't take part in the AFL's investigation, uh, declaring it culturally unsafe. Now, the league had launched an independent probe into those accusations of racist behaviour and bullying at the Hawks between 2008 and 2016. But Michael Bradley of Mark Lawyers, who's representing the key witness, questioned how independent it would really be. We had raised a number of really serious concerns with the process that they wanted to conduct. They took some of those on board, but the most important ones were ignored. And the AFL will still move ahead with the investigation, but just liaise with uh, the lawyers that are representing some of these witnesses and other parties. And Mal Meninga, Brett, has come up with a unique solution to his halfback dilemma as the Aussie Rugby League side prepares for a World Cup quarterfinal. Yeah, they've got Lebanon this Saturday morning and he's just decided to pick both Nathan Cleary and Daly Cherry Evans uh, in his squad uh, to face the Cedars. Now, that dilemma has been compared to the choice between Alan Langer and Ricky Stewart back in 94 on that tour. Cherry Evans actually spent time training a dummy half during the week, so perhaps he could be a backup to uh, Harry Grant in the number 14. Uh, just in some other sporting news going around today, a big win for Alex Dimonor at the Paris Masters. He's knocked off Daniil Medvedev. His first First career win against the top five player. Next up, he's got American Francis Tiafo, And at Baseball's World Series, Philadelphia inching towards securing uh, the autumn crown, beating the Houston Astros 7-0 yesterday. The Phillies have a 2-1 lead ahead of a game for this morning, Tash. Big day in sport. Thanks so much, Brett. Certainly is. Thank you. And the infamous Shonky Awards have been unveiled for 2022. Some of the products and businesses' choice claims to have underperformed this year include Qantas. They've labelled the airline the spirit of disappointment and online florist Bluemex for flowers that don't deliver. Editor Mark Rafferty says Steggall's veggie-packed nuggets have also received an award for hiding veggies so well we can barely find them. It is boosted with veggies, but most people who buy it wouldn't realise that most of that veg is potato. 
in a 100 gram serve of the product, you're only going to get three grams of cauliflower. And in fact, you'd have to eat a whopping 26 nuggets just to get a, a single serve of veg. I'm okay with 26 nuggets. Anyway, that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 7am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day. Please stay safe and we'll see you tomorrow.